Hello, friends, and welcome to Brotherly Love Gaming, the show where two brothers talk through the past, present, and future of our lives in gaming. My name is Alex, joined as always by my brother Spence. What's up, guys? Today on the program, we're going to talk about Pokemon Sword and Shield, the brand new Pokemon games, the first considered core mainline entry, Generation 8, on the Switch. First one we've had on a home console before, so it's been a pretty big deal. Yeah, I'd we say. have a lot to say about it, so I think we should just dive right in. Um, do you want to talk just, I guess, maybe your overall impression, if you have sort of a big thing? Absolutely. Like You've played Absolutely. more than I have. Why don't we maybe? Yeah, I was. I was just gonna say. I was just gonna say. Full disclosure: I am on the final gym. Mm-hmm. Alex just beat the first gym. <laughs> um, so if that gives you any kind of uh, idea on how much I'm enjoying the game, that it's pretty accurate. Mm-hmm. Uh, in my opinion, like I'm all the way up to the final gym. So I've gone through, I'd say probably, you know, 85% of the content at least. Right. And I, I have come to the synopsis that this is 100% hands down my game of the year. Yeah. Well, okay. A hundred percent. No questions asked. Going right for it. Good. Okay. I am. Uh, I take back what I said about Fire Emblem. Sorry, Fire Emblem, but you got <laughs> you got uh, beat by Pokemon. Uh, but no, seriously, there's there's just so many new things that I really enjoy. There's a lot of old things that they brought back that are still really cool, and they also tweak some things that they had in that they had tried in like Let's Go, which is super cool. Um, so. Why don't we start with what you've done so that way I don't spoil anything. Spoil, spoil that, yeah. Okay. Yeah, well, okay. It's, I think that sort of inevitably we're going to have to maybe in a roundabout way spoil some things. Um, I am up through the first gym. Um, I actually restarted the game at one point because I started playing Shield. I bought the dual pack. Let me say that first. So I, I have both games and I started playing Shield first with my kiddo. And we got like an hour and a half in, um, like right to where you meet with the professor for the first time that had to stop. And then I realized that I wasn't going to get through enough of the game playing with him to be able to intelligently talk about it (laughs) the first week. So I cracked open sword and started playing through that game separately on my own. Noticed a couple of things that are a little bit different. So in, in shield, Playing with my son, I we picked the boy character. Playing through my own, I decided to pick the girl to see like if there's any differences. There are a couple of interesting small differences in the beginning, which I think are interesting. Um, and then I I had to play through the whole tutorial again, and then um, up to like Spence mentioned through the first gym, um, and then leaving that town. And that's as much as I've played. I don't know how many hours that ended up being, maybe four-ish hours of time. I had messed around in the, in the first wild area for quite a while, way longer than I should have, knowing I had to get through some chunk of the story. But <laughs> Well, technically, uh, there is no first wild area. It is one big wild area. Oh, it yeah? all connects. Yeah. It all connects. Oh, really? Yeah. So you didn't even know that yet? Yeah, that's, that's how you travel. Oh, hold on. Yeah, cool, because I know as I'm leaving town now, it says, they told me, like, you can go into the wild area. So when you say that it all connects, like, I could go, I could leave town going north, I guess. Yep. And then loop back around without going back into town and just go and continue inside the wild area. Yeah. 
Okay. I mean, you could technically like I don't know if you've looked at the map, but if you just go straight up to the wild area, like you know the uh, the first major town that you're supposed to go to, right? Uh, it, instead of going up those big stairs to it, you if you go to the right, there's like a bridge there, and you can cross yeah, there. That. That's the you rest of the wild going. area. Okay. That's just the rest of the wild. Wow. Area. Yeah, but obviously you would get demolished because the the level like progresses as you go out right so right Interesting. which i love i love i think it's awesome yeah no i think it's a really cool especially the level thing i think that's really cool uh i'm actually kind of surprised that like i followed coverage of this game beforehand and i feel like nobody really mentioned the fact that the wild area is one continuous thing because i sort of was under the impression that it was a bunch of sort of smaller wild areas you know yeah um, that's really interesting no that's one gigantic thing like I usually what I do when I first get on the game, like right when I get home is I'll, uh, I'll log on, I'll go to the, the pokey uh, center and I'll log on to the computer and ch- check the pokey jobs. I don't know if you did any of that yet. Nope. Well, there's a, if you go to the computer, it's, it's right there. Like you've had access to it. You can yeah, do yeah, whatever yeah, you want. Computer, yeah. Yeah. Um, and you can send your Pokemon out on jobs for, you know, either a full day, a half a day, a few hours, whatever. And they gain XP and, mm. and you bring back items, etc. So I'll do that first. And then the next thing that I do is I go around the entire wild area and collect all of the Watts in every single uh, raid den and do every raid. And then I'll, if I have like story progression, I'll do that. Right. Interesting. Because as I'm doing all that, I'm like catching wild Pokemon, leveling up. Usually that that route alone takes like two hours just for me to complete. Yeah, I'm sure if you're going the whole way around it. Yeah. You know. So then I wonder if, because like when you first, when you do the opening ceremony, Mm -hmm. they tell you, you know, oh, go through route three, through the mines, and then on to the next town. Yep. Could I have gone just the other way and ran out into the wild area and continued on or like would they have um, no. maybe i'll maybe i'll try that no it wouldn't have, they wouldn't have been able to let me do that i wouldn't have been able to keep i mean you next you could have you could have went into the wild area and you could have went all the way out i'm i'm sure but i don't know if you can go into the town or not i okay. i didn't try i don't know right interesting hmm. that would be a good theory to test though yeah, well, since I'm going to pass through that section on Shield again shortly, um, <laughs> I'll have to... Yeah, test it out. I'll have to see that. Interesting. Okay, so we like the wild area. Um, I love it. That's, that's like, my favorite thing about the game, honestly. One of the things. Yeah. Well, even like just the amount that I played, that was, like, part of the reason, again, why it took me so long. Well, I've only... There's two reasons why it took me so long to get to the first gym. First of all, it takes you a while to get to the first gym. Like, mm-hmm. way longer than... I would have guessed, even if you had told me it took a while. That's the longest one. Um, I can tell you that. That's not really a spoiler, but... And, yeah, I figured that they're probably going to be much easier at this after that, but... Uh, but, yeah, but when you get to the the wild area, it's just sort of like, boom, the world opens up, and you can just sort of run around and do whatever yeah. you want, you know, and it's it's sort of like the core essence of the main game loop of Pokemon, catching, exploring, you know, battling and exactly. I, I had this sort of the same reaction i was just like all right this this is everything i've sort of ever wanted exactly that that was my reaction 
like I was sitting there like just gasping in awe, just like looking like, Oh my God, this is so cool. This is so cool. Like seeing, like watching a Gyarados swim through. Yeah, like, that just, was awesome. First time I saw that. Like <laughs> just like walking up to the shoreline and the Gyarados is charging me knowing that it can't attack me. It's still yeah. cool to see. Like, so in your just, game, I'm, I'm curious if this is a scripted thing or not. When you first like entered the wild area, was there just a giant Onyx just chilling right there? Or maybe, was that maybe random for me? Like to to be able to catch? Yeah, well, that you could catch it. It was too, it was Strong. too powerful to catch. But I don't, I don't think it was, it was just hanging out. And then they're like, there's these little notes you find that like tell you, you know, yeah. run away from the giant Onyx, basically. So like, I fought the Onyx, and it was like way too strong for me, and I had to use one of the polka dolls to get away from it. Yeah, uh, I don't think it was an Onyx for me. I think uh, I forget what it was, but I had a couple of those. I was like, oh my god, there's this big Pokemon. Like, I want to go get that. And then I was like, oh god, that thing is like level 30 and I'm level 8. But so, we like the wild area. Um, what what more do you like personally that you've experienced? Cause I don't want to really give away too many of the features because I don't, I feel like that's kind of spoiling your experience right. if I do. Uh, well, I like a lot of the sort of small stuff. Um, so I don't want to necessarily get into that yet. Cause there's like a lot of sort of minor things that I like about the game. Um, uh, I like the fact that when you first start up the game, you're sort of just immediately inundated with Pokemon that you can catch. There's like way more than just your typical rat bird that you normally bug that you can normally get in any of these games in this one it's that plus you can get a dark type immediately you know you can um, get ghosts straight away you can yeah, you pretty get, much get you can get anything a whole bunch and um most of the ones you're going to run into just like normally i actually think that maybe in that first section all of the ones that show up on the map are completely new you know, so you'll run into some of the random encounters, which we should talk about that in a sec. Um, some yeah. of the random ones you'll run into will be like Hoot Hoot or Caterpies and things like that. But all the ones you see on the field are completely new, which I think is really cool because, again, it draws you into this new world, you know, basically. Well, not not all of them, but... In that first... In that or, first or, rep, oh, the first. Yeah, yeah, the first yeah, rep. yeah, yeah. 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 When I went in the wild area. My wild area was just covered in Vulpix. Um which I was like, I mean, Fulpix is one of my favorites, but I'm not going to use it in this game. So no, um, I mean, I still caught one. I, I caught yeah, yeah, I caught one, and I was just like, now nah, the the other ten of you can leave me alone. Yeah, um, but in that, I'm in that first area. For first area, yeah. I didn't encounter any Pokemon on the map that weren't yeah new to this game, which that was a really cool touch. And again, yeah. there's so many of them. You know, I immediately had a party of six and had to decide, okay, right out of the gate, who am I not keeping right now? Or yeah. You had to do. Yeah, it was like survival of the fittest, man. It was. I, I really like that though because it's just so much more fast paced. It's like okay, I'm finding so many more new things. Mm -hmm. Like, what do I? How do I want to adapt my strategy, etc. Right. So, I mean, I we talked about this earlier a little bit when we were gonna kind of talk about what we were gonna discuss, and you know, my party's changed over and over and over mm -hmm. again throughout the whole game. You know, like. I'll find one Pokemon and and on a new route, and then I'll be like, "Oh, that's really cool." And then the next route, there's this also new Pokemon that's also really cool. And I'm like, "All right, well, let me get rid of one of the other guys that I already had." And it, right. it just keeps going and going and going. And there's so many really cool new designs, in my opinion. Like, 
it's I'm really impressed with this one, like mm-hmm. what they did. I am disappointed with one, but I'm not gonna. We're not gonna get into that. Let me get off. Get off, Mike. <laughs> um, this isn't a disappointment, but I get, and maybe this counts as a spoiler. But um, <laughs> when I ran into uh, Meowth's new form, uh, maybe I won't describe it in too much detail because I didn't even know that it existed. But I was just like, "What is this thing?" Yeah, I did too. I was like, "Whoa!" The design is so different. Um, yeah. and I couldn't figure out what type it was, which I thought was really cool. Um, yeah, me too. I mess around until I could figure out like what was going to hurt the thing. Um, but yeah, so far everything that I've encountered, I also think not only just do the designs look interesting, so many of them have like really interesting and different like theming behind them. And Pokedex entries. They're, they're like, they're just really captivating. Like, it, it pulls you in. It's like, wow, I want to use this guy. Like that sounds really cool. Right. Yeah. I think we talked a little bit like um, when we were debating what starters we wanted to pick that even if they're like their final designs, I know we're sort of not necessarily huge fans of, but I do think it's really neat that they have like a core theme, you know, basically that makes it like, Oh, this is the soccer rabbit, you know? Uh, I'm, I'm only in that. I'm only not a fan of the soccer rabbit now, which is hilarious because if you go back a few months to our first video about Sword and Shield, I was all for Score Bunny. That was the one I wanted. And then I saw the final evolution and I was super disappointed. Um, so Score Bunny is who I picked on my like solo run through Sword because I picked Sobble and Shield. And Sobble was my first choice, which is kind of funny now since I'm going to probably burn through this game on the other one but, score um, bunny. but out of out of any of the evolutions of any of the, the starters different stages i think square bunny's first evolution in a raboot is probably my favorite because <laughs> it just looks like a soccer punk you know like with a not like a hoodie but like a sort of like it looks like he's wearing like a track jacket and he's got like pulled up over his face it's a really sort of silly design uh but i like yeah. it yeah i uh I don't know if I mentioned this yet, but I started with Grookey the first time I really started with a, a grass type, but that's honestly because Rillaboom is just super cool mm-hmm. and he's actually a beast. So um, one thing, one thing that I did want to actually talk about, um, it's super weird that they give you the type advantage against your rival now. Mm-hmm. Like it was always the opposite. You had to find something to beat your rivals pokemon that they picked right if yeah, I'm not I can't, mistaken. yeah usually that's the case i think they, they mix it up in some of the games because of the fact that for the last couple of years the games have had more than one rival basically yeah. so it's not just like the sort of classic the first couple of gens where it was you versus you know the one other person um and i haven't gotten far enough to i've only battled um BD, I don't know how you're supposed to pronounce his name. Uh, he's a jackass. Let me say that first of all. <laughs> he, yep, he is. And uh, only, so, yeah, I'm not even. So gonna if you're upset, that, that, I'm not even gonna go there. Yeah, if you're upset that your main rival is like your best friend, uh, you will meet a rival who is a tool. Uh, don't worry about that. And, um, yeah. And so yeah, so I don't. So I haven't gone far enough to know if they do anything with that. I know that that the champion ends up taking the third Pokemon that is strong against you. So. I know you haven't gotten to the final battle against the champion yet. I clearly haven't yet. I wonder if that comes back. That would be really cool to like go up against them in the final battle and he's got 
the others. Cinderace for me. You know, that'd be pretty cool. Well, yeah, because he does take them, so it probably would be true. But if that's the case, then I kind of am at an advantage because he has Charizard already. And yeah, then so he has so Scorbunny, so he has double fire. I just need to get, stock up on water. Right, yeah. A little different. I don't know. There's – I don't really have any, like, real complaints with the game, though. Like, the customization – let's talk about that. Like, you and me talked about that a little bit. Yeah, that's going to be so much – this is going to be so much easier in, like, a month when you've caught up to me. And we can actually – I can talk about all the things I want to talk about. But mm-hmm. um, the customization is really cool. I think that they took it to a real – like, a whole new level, which is really cool. With the, like for like, your character. You, yeah, you can you, right. you know you can dress it however you want. You can add accessories. You can do uh, you can change your hairstyle. Right. You can uh, create a league card, which I think is really cool too. Here's uh, a question. I know you were excited so you're about playing that. As, as the boy character. Yes. I, I get the same poses. Well, I was gonna say, can you can you get makeup yes. when you go to the hair salon? Yes. Interesting. Because that was one. Yeah, thing I, I, I didn't understand that, but yes. <laughs> um. So the customization is cool. Um, they went really in depth with it, like you changing your hair color, et cetera, even to the point where it impacts certain conversations um, with people, at least as far as I've experienced. You know, I got I changed my haircut and an NPC, uh, an NPC reacted. So, right. I yeah, I, I I like that a lot too. That's one I'm one of the things that, like, the, in sort of in general there's just stuff about this game that just makes me happy. Yeah. One of the things that makes me really happy because like they had that in sun and moon and I kind of like a little bit because I I changed my character's outfit once and was like, all right, well, this is my outfit for the rest of the game and didn't do anything else with it. But in this one, I think maybe because of the fact that you have like your lead card and you can mess around with how you look. And every time you change your appearance, they ask you if you want to update your lead card. And, and I picked a really like, silly sort of it looks like a selfie pose for mine um it is like it's really silly and fun and it makes me happy basically you know it's a short version that i can customize myself like that you know well i i'm sure that you could probably guess this but you know as you go to different towns there's different things available at like the clothes mm-hmm. stores so it, it kind of broadens up as you go on on what you can wear and what you right. can do which is cool yeah like i'm tempted to you know, change it every time I get to a new town, basically, you know? Yeah. Like, you know, just because I want to, because again, because it makes me happy and it's and it's fun in a way that I did not expect it to be fun, you know? Right. That's true. Um, one other thought that I had real quick, <laughs> um, without going too deep into it, because, you know, again, I'm trying to not be, all spoilery here but right right this in my opinion this is the first time a pokemon game has actually had like a a real story taking place that's very relevant in the world like it's very active and you're engaged in it like you know in the first one you know oh team rocket they're taking over they're trying to do bad stuff right well, this one, it's a little bit different. You know, you're trying to uncover things. You're trying to to learn about things, et cetera. And you're trying to figure out why certain things are happening. Mm-hmm. 
not it's not just hey beat that beat those gyms and and be the best it's be the best and why why is all this happening you know right which which i think is cool like there's a narrative to it it's not it's not all about just the the catching and the fighting there's there's just so much right yeah that's that's cool again obviously the point where i'm at they've only sort of just laid the groundwork for yeah for what i think is going to be the rest of the game uh, I can't wait to say what I want to say to you about about everything with this game, but I just I just can't yet. <laughs> I, I can't. I don't even know for sure, but I'm 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 like ninety nine percent positive. What you should do is like write it down now as your guess. You know, email it to me. I won't open it, and then you'll get there, confirm it. I'll get there, look at it, and see if you. <laughs> oh no! It. Do you do you remember what I guessed in our in a previous video? I don't know about about well, what. Just like it's about exactly what. yeah, like this the plot of like when we were discussing the trailers, the very first reveal trailer. I kind of vaguely remember something now. I'm just saying I'm pretty freaking spot on with with what I said. I think. I think. I don't know yet. That one. I, don't I can't to... confirm yet, but I will hmm. find out. I'll I'll beat the game by the end of the weekend. I know that. You know, it's right. it's Friday now. I'm gonna beat it by the end of Sunday. So And then we'll have an update about like the post game because that's the other thing, you know. They've started to add some pretty in depth uh, like post game quests and things that you can do. So I'm interested yeah, to find I'm, out I, what they've done to this game. I didn't even get to tell you. I know this is a little off track, but I did beat the Elite Four, and all the the post game stuff in Let's Go is just really confusing. <laughs> See, that's sort of like a, a, this is a sidetrack, but just talking about like uh, I guess what the games can do. Uh, I love the post game to Let's Go because the world kind of just opens and it's like, you are the master of your domain, basically. Do whatever you want now. And there's all the master trainers you can battle and then you can fight Green shows up, which is really cool. Um, Blue takes over the gym. Yeah, I didn't. I literally was like flying around on Charizard and I was like, what is the point of flying around? Like, I don't get it. I'd rather just fast travel. You can catch a... um, Zapdos, Moltres, and Articuno flying around that way. <laughs> Where? You're like barely, you're barely in the air. Yeah, they like come down and show up. You can also catch wild Charizard and you can catch wild Dragonite that way. Yeah, it's kind of crazy. Now, the fun uh, thing about, about uh, flying around on him in that game is you can go like from Lavender Town all the way to Fuchsia, like without having to go through any of the like loading areas. Just fly straight. Right. Um, it's fun. I don't know if this game is going to have something like that at the end. Um, but that was cool. I, I, I do have one thing. I do have one thing that I would love to say, but it's like a feature that I don't necessarily want to spoil for you because you might think it's super cool, even though it's like really minor mm-hmm. in the game. I feel like you'll appreciate it as much as I do. Um, it- but all I'm saying is I... Is there a ride Pokemon? Are they back again? No. That's something that I've been wondering if, if they if they come back there because they were in Sun and Moon. No. Um, Damn. Do you have a like red Pokemon? No. Um, the bicycle is back. Oh, the bike. Okay. 
I wasn't, yeah. You move really fast in this game already. Yeah. So I was actually almost wondering if they were going to bother introducing something like that. But it's one of those weird things where like, by the time I got to like the opening ceremony town, you kind of just like adjust the character's default speed. And even though you start the game being like, whoa, this character is moving, you start to be like, all right, all right, can I go a little faster here? Like, uh, And now I'm at that point with the bike where I'm like, come on, come on, come on. Yeah. So I liked in um in Ruby and Sapphire you had two different bikes, so you had the mock bike which just sped around, and then you also had the uh, the trick bike that you could use to like jump over ledges and stuff. Yeah. So you could move back and forth and never really get bored of of the main bike. Um, but anyway, so you said it before that you that there were some like features in the game and maybe some things that were in Let's Go that you wanted to talk about. Yeah. So Pokemon Camp. Pokemon Camp, yeah. Oh my god, I forgot about Pokemon Camp. That's a... Yeah, dude, that's like one of my favorite parts of the game. Yeah. So it basically takes like the interactive features of of Let's Go with playing with Eevee, but it kind of takes it to a whole other level, mm-hmm. in my opinion. I mean, yeah. uh, you know, you can play with them. You can you can throw a ball. You can play catch like or uh, fetch with them. You can cook for them, which is one of my favorite parts. I don't know why cooking is always so fun in these Nintendo games like Breath of the Wild and this, but like it's just addicting. Um, Which, and then there, have you encountered any like random tents in your world yet? Yeah, so that's another thing that's cool. Yeah, so that's another thing that's cool. You can just kind of just roam the world and explore, and you'll find other tents, and you can just kind of pop in, say hi, and then you can see all their Pokemon that they have walking around. Right. Like for me, I found one that had like all of the evolutions. And oh, that's it cool. It was really cool. It was really cool just to like watch them all walk around. So. Yeah, I like the I like the fetch game especially because I had a yamper on my team right at the beginning. <laughs> yeah, I did too, his but I got rid is, of him. His, uh, his his ability is ball fetch. Yeah. Um. So he's just he's just a good boy. Um, <laughs> the goodest boy. Which they actually refer to him at one point as a good boy when you uh when you get to the first gym town. And then yeah, yeah. your rival's like, oh, there's Sonia's Yamper. Go follow him. He's a good boy. <laughs> yeah. Which is funny. That actually sort of reminds me, though, is sort of like a, um, this is like a minor thing that I think goes a long way to maybe helping with the story and also making the world feel like a real place is like the writing in this game is is really good, especially in the fact that they've really gone for like the Britishness of it yeah and like what are some of the phrases that they've used i'm not gonna be able to think of anything on the spot of course they used mate mum yeah you yeah, like your mom was just called your mom yeah uh, like that's the, like the most basic one um there's one thing that your rival says a bunch that i'm like that's a very british phrase um rubbish no nah, it's not like a word it's like a whole it's like a phrase that, that i've, I've uh. heard a couple people say and i think he says it once or twice but anyway but basically it just like puts you in a place, you know, more than probably any other Pokemon game that I can think of because we always think of, yeah, all these regions are based off of some real world location, you know, but you don't often think about that as you're playing the game. At least this is my experience, you know, Sun and Moon has it because like the design of that is so obvious. Like, oh my God, you're in Hawaii basically. But this one does it, I think through like, 
the character dialogue basically is like the main yeah, way it's way sell that for me. it's way smoother it's not as obnoxious it's you know they have the pokemon are even designed to fit that you know mm-hmm. like zigzagoon he looks like he's in kissed in this game like it's awesome yeah and i could sit here and complain about sun and moon all day but I'm not going to because uh, Sword and Shield is here and it's way better. So mm-hmm. that's my thought on Sun and Moon. I don't have to say anything about that. Well, if I want to say one thing about Sun and Moon, <laughs> just like as a like my main problem with that game was the fact that from the very beginning, it like really tutorialized. It really we've talked about this. Yeah. yeah. We've so talked about this, game, this on the channel. This game has like a, a little tiny bit of that, I feel like, because Yeah, and then it just lets you lose. Yeah, it lets you lose in the in the sense that like there's the wild area, you know, and when you're out exploring, you're out exploring. And then I feel like there's these sort of segments that you'll get into where you'll have like two or three like moments in a row where it's like, okay, go talk to that person, I'll go talk to that person. You know, or like um when you first get to Motostoke there's like a guy who's like, oh, I'll show you where your hotel is. Oh, let me walk you to the stadium. You know, but the interesting thing is you can also refuse to do some of those tutorials, which I don't know if you could do that in Sun and Moon. Like, I feel like you probably couldn't. Uh, I would have if I could have at that time. You know, but... When he, asked, uh, when he asked me if I wanted or if he could take me to the stadium, I said no. Yeah, same. And he's just yeah. like, all right, <laughs> see ya. And he's like, all right, see ya, have fun. You know, from the very beginning, like you can skip, like there's a catching tutorial in this game that I skipped because if you catch a Pokemon before the tutorial comes up, they're like, oh, you know how to catch Pokemon. Great. Uh, You can get a tutorial on the Pokedex or not. If you tell her that you already know about the Pokedex, you can get a, you can skip the tutorial on the Pokemon Center. If you tell them you've already been to a Pokemon Center, you know, Uh, it's just like little things like that, that go a long way for me in particular because of the fact that it really bothered me before that the game really just acted as if i never played a game before you know yeah like i get why it's necessary for them to do that to some extent because a lot of their audience is new players that might be picking this up for the first time yeah you know which would be the case with my kid um, if i wasn't playing it with him but the fact that i'm able to say no 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 i'm good is i think that that does a lot for me personally yeah me too Um, any other thoughts? I'm trying to think of what else I might be missing right now. Dynamaxing. I don't know if you did any raids Dynamaxing or anything. Cool. I did one raid. Um, uh, I thought that I was going to... Because I did I did a raid. It was against a Riolu. And uh, I was like, I'm just going to Dynamax immediately. And my strongest Pokemon was my Bunny, who was only level 9 at the time. And this Riolu, as it turned out, was level 18. I, I did. I did end up catching it, but it like it, it one shotted my Dynamax Score Bunny, and I was like, "Well, I guess this battle's over." Uh, but because of the fact that like your Pokemon are revived, like the turn after, I guess, I guess they get knocked out, they miss a turn, and then they come back. Yeah. Uh, so then he was like came back, and we eventually ended up like beating him, like just within the timeline to be the time limit to be able to catch him. You know. Yeah. So that was pretty neat. It's the only one of those that I've been able to do so far. And then, of course, I Dynamaxed against the first gym. And since, again, since I had Raboot at the time, and he's a grass gym, 
Um, I scorched him in two seconds. But <laughs> yeah, I uh, I forget who I used in that one. I um, it's a neat feature, used... though, a short version. Yeah. Um, I have not encountered any of the Gigantamax yet, so I know that that's a thing. Eventually, I don't know what triggers that though. So, um, I'm interested in it. All of like. I mean, this isn't really a a spoiler, but like all of the gym uh, leaders, Gigantamax, their Pokemon's, but I but I don't know how to do it still. Oh really? Okay. Yeah, like I because I'm not gonna look it up. Like I'm well, gonna I know try it's... to naturally figure it out. But... Yeah, the only thing I know about it is that it's only certain Pokemon have Gigantamax forms anyway. Yeah. You know, so so I don't. Maybe we're maybe we're just totally wrong, and maybe that is just a different like. Some Pokemon when they Dynamax get a form change. I think that's what it is because, like, um, for instance, Colossal, when when he Dynamaxes, he gets like a furnace in his chest. Hmm. So, like, there are like different alterations, or they might just get really big. Yeah. Um, Everyone I've done so far is just really big. Yeah, there's 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 a couple that change. I've seen Charizard. I know he changes. I know Pikachu gets fat. I'm excited to see that one <laughs> in person. Yeah. Um, and I think there's a weird Meowth you're supposed to get, actually, if you buy the game now. I don't know how you do that. I just remembered that now. I remember that being advertised. I'll have to look it up. Um, people out there will notice. They'll leave comments with directions. Cool. Uh, but yeah, but overall, I'm loving the game. Obviously, I have a long way to go still. Um, game of the year. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, well, you and I talked about this separately, and I said that I don't want to call it that because I haven't played enough of it. I also don't want to say if it's whether or not it's my favorite Pokemon game because I haven't played enough of it. Um, but I mean, it's going to be on my list either way. You know, I can tell that much yeah. at least. You know, I don't have to play the yeah. whole game. I know it's going to be in contention for something. Yeah, um, I think I'm, well, at, I'm at that point for sure. I mean, like I said to you, this is the first game in a while that's actually like really captured my attention for even like not even just like as far as Pokemon franchise goes. Right. You know, like I, my my attention hasn't been captured in the Pokemon franchise other than Let's Go since like Pearl. Mm-hmm. You know, but now it's more like. I just want to keep going and keep playing and keep discovering new things and keep leveling up and keep doing this and that and this. And it's just, it feels good to be like this excited about not only a Pokemon game, but a game in general, you know? Right. Yeah. Yeah, no, I'm with you. I I agree on that for sure. That's all I got to say for now, I think. Um, do we want to maybe talk about some of the stuff that we didn't want to talk about? <laughs> yeah, we may as well. So we got to disclose some stuff. Yeah. So, so Spencer and I talked about how we wanted to approach this before, because obviously, or maybe not obviously, I guess it depends on how online you are, but <laughs> this, uh, this game had a little bit of controversy surrounding it as it was coming out, basically ever since it was announced, you know, it, it was since it was announced. There were people that were hating on it when the trailer came out and mm-hmm. were saying that they weren't going to get it like immediately yeah. just based off the trailer. 
So, and and it all all goes back to that basically the national Pokedex, which includes every Pokemon in it, is not in this game. So there are, I don't remember the number offhand, you know. It's like 300 something yeah, are in the like game. A third, basically. Um, and that really bothers a lot of people. I get that it bothers a lot of people. Um, it's sort of also in the last couple of weeks really spiraled out of control from there where um, people were like data mining leaks of the game seeing that some of the models of the Pokemon didn't seem to be different after Game Freak had said that they were making all new models, you know, so there were accusations that Game Freak had lied about what they were creating for the game. Uh, and basically it's just been like a whole thing, you know. Uh, and I personally, as someone who is extremely online, um, have just felt like I've seen just like a ton, a ton, a ton, a ton, a ton of negativity around it. And like these games, I don't know, if, I didn't even mention this to you, Spence. Like, so these games have been selling incredibly well in the last week. They've topped the charts um, in Japan, in the UK, in the US. Uh, they're the fastest selling Switch games in all three of those countries. Um, As to be expected, it's Pokemon. You know, faster than Zelda. Well, it's the things that people were saying, like, oh, we're going to boycott this. These games are going to bomb. Then Game Freak's going to get the message, you know. So I guess... I guess I don't really know what I exactly what I want to say. I just felt like I had to bring it up, you know, just to make it clear that like I'm aware of this. It's something that I followed from the beginning. Um, I read the original interview in Famitsu where um, where they said that they the reasons that they gave for why they were reducing the national Pokedex. Um, they were actually mainly concerned with with like the balance of the game. You know, how do you balance the powers of a thousand different Pokemon in different um, once you factor in all the different forms? You know, um, and yeah. Then, uh, and then the secondary thing was the fact that they were going to have to create um, different models and animations and things. You know, and yeah. a lot of people have really been backing on the fact that like, oh, it's low quality animation. Personally, I think it's actually really high quality for what this so year so far. You know, like, did you catch a Nicket in the beginning of the game? Yeah. Like, when Nicket does quick attack, it has, like, a tiny little animation it does with its tail, because this whole thing... Actually, this isn't even in Sword. and Shield, its Pokedex entry, says that its tail covers up its tracks when it walks. So when it does quick attack, it jumps back into its spot, and then its tail, like, wipes up its tracks, you know? And That's cool. I just can't imagine how you could watch that and be like, oh, they didn't care about this game. There's no effort put into this game. Well, there, I could tell you right now, like, that's that's kind of spoiler. I can't really say that, actually. Well, you had said said to me when we were talking about it that, you know, you can't understand how anybody could play the game and because people were making these claims before they could play it, which I think is really important to understand. You're saying you can understand anybody can play the game and call it lazy because of the fact that there is so much in it. You know that there are exactly all this exploration options, all and, these little tiny details that that we love. Yeah, and you know? here's and here's my problem, right? Right now, you know, going into the wild area as the first time you're playing it, when you when it opens up and you see all of that, and then you realize that that wild area is gigantic and it keeps going, it's a little overwhelming. At, at first when you're right. extreme, especially when you're really low level like now i'm good i can walk around and pretty much kill anything it doesn't matter but 
at the beginning, you know, you're like, whoa, I got to actually be careful where I go because this might end poorly, especially mm -hmm. if I don't have any polka dolls or items that are going to help me. But there's, there's just the fact that people are upset that the whole Dex isn't in it. Like, I feel like if there was any more Pokemon in this game, I would go insane. Right. Like, there's just, there's just so many, like every day that I come and get online, like granted I've caught over, I think like 140 of the, of the 300 already. Like I'm halfway through the decks or something. And that's me like doing all those laps around the wild area, continuously catching. And then that's me also trying to search for a male and female to try to breed later on to try to get all the evolutions, et cetera. Right. So, it's like I just can't fathom how people are upset about that because to me, I feel like the world would have to be at least twice as large as it is, and it's already mm -hmm. huge if you add all those other Pokemon because there just wouldn't okay. be enough space. And secondly, there are specific moves. I, I don't know about every Pokemon, but there are specific moves as far as the starters go that have specific animations based off of kind of their theme. Right. Which like, that's like not that really poke move or something. What's that? I don't know what it's Branch called. Poke. Branch poke. Yeah. Well, I was talking about their, their fully evolved one. Oh, okay. Yes, they're, they're, kind of, yeah. they're stage three. Yeah. It's, it's crazy. Like I can tell you right now. So I've seen Sobbles. It, it's really cool. I'm not going to tell you what it is, but right. it's really cool. Rillabooms, really cool. Um, I don't know what Cinderaces is. I'm hoping it's something to do like kicking a soccer ball or something, but right. I don't know. Um, but like just the fact that they're putting those details in and you're still, and like the minor details of Dynamax versus Gigantamax of, you know, it, it changes and alters their, their appearance for those three turns, you know, like, that's small details that they don't need to throw in the game, mm -hmm. but they're doing it to please the fans because they're going to be, it's going to be like a wow moment. Like, wow, that's really awesome. Like right. they, they took that extra time just to put those few extra details in. But the people that are calling it lazy is literally just because, Oh, they just don't want to program all thousand Pokemon. Well, yeah, no kidding. Right. Do, do you want to do that? That would take years. Right. Yeah. Well, that's something that we talked about, you know, way back when they first announced it. Just the fact that, like, you know, how many other games do you know that have even a fraction of the unique enemy types that a Pokemon game does at this point, you know? Yeah. Um, and well, one other thing I was going to say that I thought about when you were talking about the, um, like, their move sets, uh, I do know that they also, like, changed a lot of the moves that are available in this game so like not every move ever is in this game some new moves have been added in and also mm -hmm. like what certain pokemon can learn has changed and they did all of that because again they were trying to create a somewhat balanced experience you know out of what i've said before is i think pokemon is a very inherently unbalanced game uh because you can you know grind and just destroy everything if you know type advantages you know but anyway I digress. Uh, <laughs> the point is, like, that, I think, was their goal from the beginning. You know, it wasn't a matter of 
you know, well, we don't feel like doing it, you know? And obviously, like, I'm not going to say that they couldn't have maybe done that if they had an extra year or two, you know, but there's trade-offs for everything. You know, do you want to have a Pokemon game ever? <laughs> or do you want to have yeah. the sort of hypothetical promise of something that might come later, you know? And then considering the fact that, again, they wanted to add all these new systems like the Pokemon camp and the wild area and, you know, the gyms, the new, the new gym types and, and the Dynamaxing and, you know, the character customization. Oh yeah. That's another thing we didn't even touch on. Oh my God. Yeah. They're right. The gyms are stadiums now, you know, no, the gym missions. Yeah. The gym missions. Yeah. So yeah. So that's like a sort of evolution of like the trial challenges, I think from sun and moon, um, except better. Um, They're way better. So yeah, so they have so they have those now, you know. Uh, it's kind of like, well, what like do you want like a functional game that feels like a unique game, and this is something that you should actually be picking up this time for this reason, or do you just want to have, you know, a field where you can catch one thousand different monsters in? You know what I mean? All I'm saying is, if you want all the Pokemon, just wait till all of them are on Pokemon Go, and then go play that in the real world. Yeah, I mean that's always an option, you know. Like I get, like I've said from the very beginning, like I get why people have concerns. You know, I just sort of get frustrated when I see people bashing the game without even giving it a chance because they think it lacks something that they want, you know? Like, I just give it a try, I guess, because I think, you know, what is it that you're coming to Pokemon for? Is it because you want to use the same couple every time? You know, like I like I guess I just can't relate to that aspect of it necessarily is the fact that I'm not saying everybody's like this, you know, but some people that I've talked to about this, it sounds as if they are essentially trying to just play the same game every time. You know, they want to breed the same things, you know. It's like, well, what gets me excited is going on to the first route and seeing twelve completely new Pokemon I've never seen before. You yeah. know. That is like a wow moment for me because that's another thing we talked about too. Yeah. So, yeah, I don't, I don't necessarily mean to just write off anybody's, you know, legitimate complaints, you know. But I think, as far as like the general controversy goes, you know, give it a chance. Give give it a chance. Give it a chance. See it in action because it's impressive. If you're only going off of like viral posts that you're seeing, you know, people's opinions on it, basing your opinions off of that. I think you're missing like what Game Freak was really trying to accomplish with this game, you know, which I think they did successfully. Absolutely. Know, so, so that's really all I want to say. I just I sort of went on for longer than I thought we were going to on that on that topic, but um yeah. I I felt like we couldn't really, you know, not address it because it is something that I know a lot of people care about. Um and I didn't want it to seem as if we felt like we needed to sort of temper our opinions based on that you know because we both feel very positively about this game uh and i don't want it to i don't i I don't really want to come into this being like you know i like the game but you don't have to you know obviously you don't have to but i want people to try it and give it its proper due you know and not especially if you're like a fan of the franchise like yeah if you're a true fan of the franchise you can't just sit here and bash it and say you're not going to buy it because of this this and this you know I I complained about Sun and Moon, but I still bought the thing. I didn't play the whole thing, but I still bought it and tried it. 
because I wanted to give it a chance. Right. So. Yeah. Yeah. I just, I guess judge each thing on its own merits, you know? Yeah. <sighs> okay. That should probably wrap it up. <laughs> um, yeah. I'll keep playing. Rambled on. You, you finished the game. Um, yeah. I'll keep playing it and we'll probably have things to talk about and see who's will. best of list it ends up on. We also, uh, I had an idea that we uh, do maybe like a top five, top ten new Pokemon for, for each of us. Or like do a top five each and see okay. if all ten overlap Sure. in a future video coming up here. Be fun. That was Gen, a- Gen 8 only, of course. Yes. <laughs> Since Gen 8 is the only one that matters, obviously. Um, okay, enough jokes. <laughs> yeah, so that's going to be it for now. Um, thanks everybody for hanging out and listening. Um, if you have some thoughts on Pokemon Sword and Shield, please sound off in the comments. Um, if you have negative opinions, I'm not adverse to negative opinions. You know, just remember you're talking to people. We're not Game Freak. <laughs> you're mad at Game Freak. Don't be mad at us just because we like their game. Um, it's the only thing I want you to keep in mind. Uh, but otherwise, you know, we're... Yes. We'll we'll want to hear people's thoughts, you know, for sure. Hundred um, percent. That's gonna be it for now. So, uh, if you're listening to the audio version of this show, please remember to give us a review on iTunes. Um, on the YouTube version, please give us a like, drop those comments, subscribe for other stuff like this, and that's gonna wrap it up. We'll see you all next time. See ya. Peace out. <laughs>